0: Welcome to Montgomery County Today. I'm Jen Harris, and joining me is County Administrator Craig Meadows. We're here to talk about a recent Board of Supervisors meeting. Thanks for being here.
1: Absolutely, Jen. It's good to be here.
0: So the agenda on the Board's January 23rd, 2023 meeting included a public hearing, two work session items, an item of old business, and two new business items. Now, those those are kind of the bulk of what was involved in that meeting. So we'll go over that today. But if you want to view the meeting in its entirety, including the items that were on the agenda that we're not going to talk about today, um, please visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Montgomery VA. So let's go ahead and dive into um, some of this information that we that was uh, discussed at the board meeting on January 23rd. One of them seems a little bit familiar. I think we've talked about it a few times. Um, it's a special use permit request by Indigo Farms. And um, could you fill us in on on the details of that public hearing?
1: Absolutely. Uh, The request from Indigo Farms is actually an amended request from one that had been submitted earlier. Uh, The group is requesting an expansion of an existing special use permit for a rubble landfill. Uh, This special use permit request, this amended request, uh, had already been reviewed by the planning commission. Planning Commission did not recommend approval uh, of the request. At the January 23rd meeting, the board received an overview from county staff on the request, as well as additional information from the applicant and the applicant's engineer. Uh, During the meeting, eight citizens addressed the board during the public hearing uh, portion of the meeting. The applicant also addressed the board um, during that public hearing. And the board plans to vote on this special use permit request at an upcoming meeting. All they did at the January 23rd meeting was was basically gather input through the public hearing process.
0: Thank you for that. So moving on from the public hearing, uh, let's dive into those two work session items. Uh, first up, uh, the board received information regarding school resource officers in Montgomery County, and then they received preliminary revenue estimates for fiscal year 2024. So both of those items uh, did bring a lot of discussion from the board, Um, but I'm hoping that you'll first go into a little bit about the school resource officers. What are some of the key takeaways from that work session?
1: Thanks, Jen. There are many takeaways from that uh, work session. But I'd probably say the biggest um, takeaway is that the board has been and reaffirmed again at the January 23rd meeting that they would continue to be committed to public safety in our community, including in our schools. At the at the January 23rd meeting, the staff uh, also shared with the board a brief history and some examples of how SROs have been handled in Montgomery County since the late 1990s. As our SRO program uh, works today, currently. The town police departments uh, provide law enforcement within the town limits of Christiansburg and Blacksburg, and the sheriff's office provides law enforcement within the county limits uh, in the unincorporated areas of the county. As a result, the town police departments cover Montgomery County public schools that are physically located uh, within the towns, and the county covers Montgomery County public schools' properties physically located in the county. Uh, outside of the two towns right now the town of christiansburg is proposing ending funding from their budget for school resource officers in the schools with within the town of christiansburg uh, limits uh, the the town had requested previously that the county uh, reimburse the town for the funds uh, that they expend for the three sro positions that are paid for currently by the town the county's position is that they don't feel that reimbursing the town for that is the appropriate way to handle that, that if it's truly a matter of school security and who's responsible, the county will uh, assume that responsibility um, should the board agree, and move forward with putting SROs in those schools, which would be sheriff's deputies. And uh, I can assure you there'll be a lot more uh, discussion on that topic as we go into the fiscal year 2024 budget planning. Uh, I'm also very hopeful that there'll be some opportunities to to have conversations with the town about how to move that forward.
0: Well, I guess it's a stay tuned type of subject. Um, One of the things that I thought was very interesting was that our board was a very clear that they wanted to uh, public safety was a priority and also that uh, collaboration was something that they valued and it's something that has been we're known for that and uh, we definitely want to continue that moving forward. So um, I'm looking forward to, to hearing the discussion continue in the days to come. So after the discussion related to the SROs, the board learned about the fiscal year 2024 preliminary revenue estimates. Will you please walk us through that and what impact, if any, that has on planning for the upcoming budget?
1: Well, it has a big impact. And as part of the county's budget process each year that we start in January, uh, we had a public hearing at the first January meeting to gather just general citizen input on the on the uh, upcoming budget season. Uh, At the January 23rd meeting, uh, usually, and it's usually the second meeting in January each year, the staff provides uh, updated revenue estimates for the current fiscal year and also projected uh, revenues, revenue, projected revenue growth uh, for the upcoming fiscal year. And at the January 23rd meeting, Mark Magruder, who's our director of management and budget, uh, provided a Overview of the current revenue estimates, um, we are looking at, uh, our, our financial picture on the revenue side is still very robust. Um, we are looking at approximately, uh, $6 million in additional revenue for fiscal year 23, over and above what we had initially projected. Uh, some of that is through, uh, items such as recordation taxes when properties have sold, um, There are taxes paid to record those deeds, and uh, there was a tremendous uh, increase in that amount simply due to one apartment complex, a large apartment complex in Blacksburg that sold for multi, multi, multi-million dollars, and that resulted in a significant recordation tax just for that one property. Um, A lot of other things, interest income. you know, for the last couple of years, we really have had very small amounts of interest income because interest paid on deposits. As listeners may know, if you have a savings account, uh, even a money market account with a local bank or financial institution, those rates have been very, very low uh, since the Fed has been increasing the, the Fed funds rate for borrowing. That also means that the interest rates on deposits have gone up as well, and so that's been a that's been a positive thing um, for the county. We're also looking at uh, fairly significant revenue projected revenue growth for fiscal year 24. Um, one thing we shared with the board last night is the revenue neutral rate. Uh, the county's current real estate tax rate is 89 cents. When you go through a reassessment, you have to calculate what's called the revenue neutral tax rate. And that is the rate that would generate the same amount of revenue as your current rate based on the reassessed property values. Again, our current rate 89 cents. Uh, that reassessed rate, the revenue neutral rate right now looks like it's 70 cents. So it's a significant decrease in the real estate tax rate. Um, we will take, we, of course, we have to share that, um, publicly and we'll be talking about that some more. Uh, so also anything above 70 cents, um, when we look at the proposed budget, should my recommendation be to go higher than 70 cents, that is considered a tax increase, Uh, So, we'll be talking about all of that um, in the weeks ahead. I shared with the board last night, I'll be presenting uh, my recommended budget to the board on Monday, February 27th, um, which, considering the fact that we're already to the end of January, uh, we'll be here in a hot minute. It's time. I don't know what's happened to January, but Um, we've got a lot of number crunching to do between now and mid-February to to get that budget message put together. So I say all that to say a lot more to come. The county's revenue side, uh, revenue streams look strong. I also shared with the board last night, we were only reviewing the revenue picture with them. Uh, The expenditure side is also going to have some uh, challenges because we're uh, suffering through the same inflationary impacts and wage impacts that everybody else is out in the in the world. And so even though we've got a lot of money, it's probably going to take a fair amount of money to address uh, many of the issues we have to address.
0: And day-to-day operations.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> It'll be interesting in the coming weeks to hear how all that plays out. And uh, again, you can always follow us online uh, and learn more about our budget and the process, I will say that uh we're very thorough and transparent in all of that process, so um the the proposed budget that will be presented to the board at the end of February will also be available uh in all of its probably three hundred ish page glory on our website, so we definitely publish that for everyone to view as well, and it's a uh, line by line of of every dollar and, um you know, I've heard the saying, every dollar has a name. Well, it does here at the county, and we like Absolutely. to tell everyone what that, what that name is. So um, stay tuned. You can always learn more about that at our website at montva.com slash budget. So that leaves us with the three business items. Could you walk us through those last three things? At that point, we've been there for a while, but
1: yeah, we, uh, <laughs> it's all good things. Uh, the January 23rd meeting concluded about 1045, I believe, so... I think we were about three hours in when we finally got to old business and new business, but that's okay. A lot of discussion, a lot of input, which is very important uh, as we look to to govern the county. That input and discussion is critical to making sure we're on the right path. Uh, But the old business and new business, uh, there was one item of old business, which was a rezoning request from Roanoke Valley Holdings, LLC, This was a request to rezone property along Peppers Ferry Road from agricultural A1 to multifamily residential RM1. Uh, This had been discussed at several meetings with the board as well. The developer and his uh, engineering firm uh, made a number of improvements to uh, make that development more palatable to the uh, community and to the board. Uh, And the board...
0: I'll quickly add, yeah, sorry to interrupt, but that was another example of collaboration where our board worked with the applicant and VDOT. I understand they were there and they actually worked with the uh, applicant as well to see uh, the best solution for, for the proposal.
1: Absolutely. And that, that that's something that we are we, we take a lot of pride in is working together with our partners and Uh, We actually had a representative from VDOT who stayed at the meeting until this item was heard because he had been instrumental in helping to develop some of these uh, improvements um, to to get this forward. But uh, at the end of the discussion on this item, the board voted 7-0 to approve this rezoning request. And if if a citizen had been in the first meeting where this was discussed, I would argue that it would have been hard to see a 7-0 coming out of that, but they did a great job of of addressing it and moving it forward. Uh, Then there were two items of new business, again, both of which were approved unanimously. First item was a resolution requesting economic development access funds from VDOT uh, for road access into phase two of the Falling Branch Corporate Park This will be a road extension uh, that will be dedicated to the town of Christiansburg. It'll come into the corporate limits um, to allow for uh, more uh, development and growth in Falling Branch Park. Second item was a policy that had been discussed for a while, but it was a policy relating to displaying flags uh, on county-owned property. Uh, The primary purpose of the policy was to establish a protocol for displaying flags at county maintained facility. Um, The policy also establishes protocol for county flags and when they can be lowered to have staff uh, for those facilities and so uh, appreciate uh, Brad St. Clair who's our assistant county administrator. Brad had worked on that. Um, We actually had it finished up back in the fall but then as i said last night life happens and everybody gets busy and it's like oh yeah we never brought that policy to you so uh, that was that was it for the for the business of the meeting
0: thank you for that so that brings us to the end of the items that we wanted to recap today from the january 23rd board of supervisors meeting um thank you again for stopping by if you want to learn more about the board of supervisors or montgomery county in general i hope you'll visit our website at mottva.com. And again. If you want to learn more um, about this meeting or view it in its entirety, including items that we didn't go over today, you can visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Montgomery VA.
1: Thanks so much, everyone. Hope you have a great day.